Hello, retro movie lovers. Welcome back to the 1980s movie graveyard, going through a resurrection of its own. I have to say, cousin, uh, 2016 has been snake bit for the 1980s movie graveyard podcast. Yeah, so this is some technical difficulties. We got it all handled now, though. Technical difficulties, illness, just uh, I don't know, just a, a lot going on. But you know, obviously, we're determined to keep things rolling. To all our loyal listeners, we see the weekly downloads. We know you're hanging in there. We, we know you're biding the time by listening to the old shows. We appreciate it. Uh, we're you know we're going to keep going. Obviously, we're pumped. We got a lot of good shit playing the next couple months. So thank you for hanging in there. We are back finally to finish off what started out on Valentine's Day and now has drugged on almost to St. Patrick's Day, hasn't it? Well, maybe that was part of the plan. You know, St. Patrick's Day's green. The aliens are green. That's what I wish you never could. thought of it that way, did you? No, not at all. How do you know that I didn't have this plan the whole time? You could have. That was my booking. That's the why I'm on a booking committee. <laughs> are you? I am. So, yeah, we're thankful to be back to watch V, the original miniseries, part two this time. Cousin, I'll did- get ready for my new show. Oh, what's I'm your new talk, show? I'm going to talk every week for three hours about what WWE is doing wrong. Are you? Yet, even though I hate it, by telling you what it's doing wrong, you'll know that I'm still watching it. Can I call you Kurt while you do that show? Kurt or, or uh, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> well, while that's in the hopper, we got, cousin, I got to ask you, did you make sure you had your your crapper, flapper, flipper disc flipped to the, the blank side? Because that's yeah, part two. I, I pushed a play to it to play side two. You must flip this disc over. Yeah, so you flipped. <laughs> All right. I watched Bunny the other day. Yeah, you did watch Bunny. You actually posted a review. That's another thing that's I think is new since last time we did a podcast. Why don't you talk a little bit about this new, I don't even want to call it like a spinoff because it's really not, but it's just a new corner of the movie graveyard. Tell us about yeah, yeah, the movie yeah. reviews. And in movie reviews, uh, so far we got up uh, Bunny, which that's not an 80s. That's a new one. Um, but it's like an 80s style, I would say. It's an 80s style. It's got a little shaky cam toward the end. It's not my taste, but I could overlook it. It's only 70 minutes long. Uh, very bloody. Very gory. Pretty good movie. Hot, hot-ass serial killer. Uh, nice, good-looking MILF there and a bunny mask. We got the original Toolbox Murder review up. We got the Tough Turf movie review up. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got uh, Showdown movie review up, and these are written movie reviews. So people, if they're ti- if they're tired of hearing our voices, they could read your thoughts on these films. And yeah, yeah, where would they go to read Kill these? And Kill again, you know that's on there. You just go <laughs> to www.1980smoviegraveyard, and on the left on the right hand side there, you see movie reviews by Corey G. You click that, and it opens up the movie review page. That's right. Go to 1980smoviegraveyard.com. You have all the links to all our past episodes. You're going to have Corey G's movie reviews. And there's even a, a area there where you can type in your email. And our trusty robot will then send you uh, every post every time we put something up it will be you know you'll get it in your email so you don't even have to search because there's been a lot of people complaining i don't want to go through the itunes i don't want to go through the podcast out there or where the fuck you don't have to you just have to go through your email now or you just go to the website and click the right click to download or play or go but the the email is even easier than the website i would say 
Well, I go to the website. I don't use the email, but maybe I'll try. Why don't you try it, cousin? And then I'll give fans a full review. <laughs> if you if you weren't busy clicking on the website and you just got the email, you'd have the extra time in the day to look online for all these Halloween Blu-rays like I have. <laughs> yeah, rather than rather than just buy the box set, you buy it yeah. piece by piece. I, well, because they tricked me, cousin. I had the box set on DVD. And then they said, oh, rights issues on on Blu-ray. We'll never come out with this shit. So then the the dirty bastards of Screen Factory, they released the two. They released the three. And then then I buy them. And then, oh, here comes the box set. (laughs) I bought the producer's cup brand new for $7 the week it came out. You know, the one that they were never going to release separate. Never. Then Lionsgate got involved and said, we want some money. Although they did work out a deal to drop all, or almost all the special features from the box set version. But be honest, I don't really care about the special features of uh, yeah. that particular movie. What did you think of Deadpool? I loved it. Why don't we talk it's about true. it a little bit after we get to I the took my one. son to see it. Did you? How much did he love it? He loved it. You know, luckily the jokes, you know, the sexual innuendo went right over the head. Like I think every kid in that, cause that audience had a ton of kids in it. As it but should. Much like, much like the adults, they all just laughing and clapping their hands too. <laughs> X going to give it to you. All right. That was, that was great. Let's move on to V, the original miniseries part two. We got, as always, with a V film, it always going to start with a credit that says the starring roles in this film are portrayed by. Is that where you... Do we get to see that sad old Jewish man get killed in this one? Well, yeah, he gets to get taken away. Oh, Leonardo Cimino, the uh, emotional crux of V for me. I'm waiting for this guy to fly the coop. He's not gonna fly any coop. He 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 lived through the Nazi era. Lived through the visitors too. So we have it. Uh, let's see on the DVD. This is literally. Oh wait, I got. Well, hold on. I gotta give a shout out real quick. Bazooka Creations. If you go on to Book of the Face, I want you to look up Bazooka Creations. Or if you're on Instagram, I want you to look up the Bazooka Creations. It's this uh, uh, company uh, ran by a nice lady there. I believe she's out of the UK. She makes like cards and pictures and stuff with like action figures and movie props. Nice. Very, very cool stuff. And she's the only person I know that has an actual prop of Elmer from... Uh, brain damage okay <laughs> I, actually i've seen a picture of the elmer prop yeah she she's she's clever though she took a picture of hers coming out of her sink mm, yeah it, it looked real it looked almost like a scene from a movie yeah it's pretty cool so here goes v original miniseries part two welcome to the exciting world of the movies Hello. Welcome to this movie theater. I would like to buy a ticket to Rated R Movie. I'm sorry, but you have to be 17 to be able to watch this movie. My mom said it was okay. I'm sorry, but you have to be 17 or someone over 21 has to buy your ticket and watch the movie with you. But my mom has already left. Can't you just let it slide and let me in? I watch movies like this all the time. I'm sorry, but this is the policy. But... They let me do it here last week. Can you stop begging me, little girl? Enjoy 
I say one, two, three, go. When I say that, hit play on your DVD one, players. Two, three, no, because Boyle's not in this movie. So here we go. Get ready to see some aliens. Some alien sex scenes. Everything's going to happen in part two. It's it's not as uh, plot laden as part one was. Here we go, everybody. One, two, three, go. All right. Starring this film are portrayed by Jane, Jane Badler. Badler. That guy, he bugs me. Mm-hmm. She's okay. He, he's okay. Yeah, there's David Hess Jr. <laughs> David Hess Jr. I forgot all about that. That's right. You gotta wonder why the Beastmaster is so far low in it. Yeah. You know, as far as like the credits, he's kind of toward the middle. And here's all the supporting roles, all the people that There's died. that old bastard. Leonardo Chan, he's the emotional crux of V for me. George Morforgan. Andrew Prime. What what great supporting cast these people were. It actually really was because, I mean, some of these people I know from movies and stuff and a bunch of them I've never seen before. I'm going to assume a lot of them were like television actors. I'm sure. Cousin, Paul Winfield is in this, you know, I mean, you're no, Robert, he's not. Robert Englund. Because I hear you yawning. I'm not yawning because right now I'm drinking the Rockstar Zero Carb 240 milligram of caffeine per can energy drink. I'm going to tell you, Rockstar, have you had the frozen lime yet? Oh, yeah, it's good. That's the only one of them nasty piss drinks. I actually enjoy that. Other Rockstar, I'm just not a fan of. See, I think Rockstar tastes way better than Red Bull and Monster. Oh, I'm Monster's gross. I'm a Red Bull. You know I'm a Red Bull. man. I got a case of Red Bull in the fridge. You also got a case of slow hand energy drink. Uh, I'm not touching that stuff. <laughs> you need to bust that out. Let me ask you fans a question. Originally, because nothing's going on here just yet, but originally, well, I'll ask you that question in a minute. We got to get to the action. Something might be happening here yeah, first. This is the part where Mike Donovan, a.k.a. the Beast Master, comes and discovers that this uh, California town, a.k.a. Burbank, is uh been just like every disappeared like there's cars that are blown up but nobody's around it's almost like night of the comet wouldn't you say i would say that too did he steal the car he's in because he's a wanted man yeah he stole that he's very immoral in his deeds and actions i would say my guess is if, if you can cut into all the network satellite feeds you can trace a guy that's true I wonder if Phantasm 2 ripped this off. I think they probably did. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is substitute Beastmaster for James LaGrose. When you have the abandoned town, you know, they're wiping it out. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jowls. Phantasm 5 is not a real movie, fans. It doesn't exist. <laughs> no. <laughs> and if it did exist, it would, it would have, like, uh, you know, 8th grade computer class CGI graphics. And it would have came out a year ago when they said it was finished. Exactly. I like this little flashback, though, to showing how the people of the town tried to fight back against the visitors. Try to They blew up their spaceship and and uh, was shooting with shotguns and shit. This is a pretty cool scene. And they reenact. See, what, were, what were they fighting back against, though? They was just picking a fight. Those The visitors weren't doing anything yet. Well, they were occupied. You know, it's the whole thing. They're standing on the street corner and shit. But that's their God-given right. 
So what you're saying is this town was full of bigots. <laughs> well, bigots against the lizards that are going to eat you, yes. But you don't know they're lizards yet. Well, there have been all the rumors and the scientists. You don't know, like, you know, the scope of V, the TV show, we're just focusing on a small, narrow band of people. We don't know who else has been out there discovering the truth and spreading the word and stuff. Well, that's true. He got me there. Here it is. Wasn't this the mom from Growing Pains? Was his ex-wife? Quite possibly. I don't know her real name. I I was not a huge huge fan of that show. I think I watched it because of the age I was when it was on, but... Yeah, same here. I used to like Stabone. You remember Richard Stabone? Richard Staboner. Boner. Poor... Poor hung himself because his name was Boner. Yeah. I I wish he wasn't dead. I I forget who it was, but he actually had a somewhat famous father. Oh, his his dad was Chekhov from Star Trek, I'm pretty sure. Oh... Yeah, it means nothing to me. Yeah. I got that new Star Trek Into Madness with the Macho Man coming soon. (laughs) Star Trek Into Madness? Yep. I still can't get over how good the quality of, uh, not the DVD, mind you, but just this movie. It had to have had a nice butt. For a TV movie, this is very... And it doesn't look cheap like to this day. I've seen movies nowadays that look way cheaper than this with ten times the budget. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the special effects, there's a couple ones that are a little, you can tell, like, it's, um, uh, the, uh, like the mat or the compositing or whatever. But for the most part, the spaceships, everything looked fairly real in this. The the physical makeup looks really great. Good enough for Roland Emmerich to rip it off for Independence Day. <laughs> Yeah, and one thing I was really surprised about this DVD, like I said, when we watched part one, is it's widescreen. They actually shot it like a movie. Now, when it showed on TV back then, nobody had a widescreen TV, so they cropped it. But uh, it really was shot widescreen with, like, the same quality cameras that they would shoot a movie back then, you know? I wonder, were they planning on a theatrical? What I read, what the director said, that whatever that guy's name, the writer, director, producer, Kenneth Johnson, was... Back then, it was fairly common for them to release TV things as movies. Like, they released uh, the miniseries Salem's Lot uh, as a movie overseas. So they thought they were going to do that with V. That's why he shot it in the movie style, but it didn't end up happening. So I'm curious if the other V DVDs are in widescreen or not. Uh, Final Battle is. Yeah, because that was as the miniseries. As far as the series, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to yeah. check. I have the series. I have the whole shebang. Yeah. What'd you think of the uh, What'd you think of the uh, remake or not remake, but the reboot that they did a few years back? I thought it sucked. I watched the whole first season, and uh, it just it, it didn't go anywhere. Not only did it not go anywhere, but it didn't have the same feel. It 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 started going somewhere at the end of the second season before it got canceled. I think that's what hurt it. It took too long to really yeah. advance. There's David Hess Jr. Yeah, he's starting to really get drunk on his Nazi youth power here because. He's showing his grandpa and his mom and dad that he can drink champagne for breakfast. Like, that's his big power thing. Like, yeah, but he's, he bought him that for mimosas. He's trying to, you know, look, I'm with the visitor now. I think he said, didn't he get that for free from somebody? And Yeah. You know, he's, Which means he's he stole to, it. No, it means people respect him now because he's some greasy punk. But, you know, still, he's he's trying to be nice. Look at, okay, let's look at the hypocrite family here. If you remember in the 
think that this kid's a loser. He ain't got a job. He sits around all day. Now the guy's got himself a job. He's bringing home the perks to his family. And they're, you know, they don't like him. That worthless old bastard throws water at him. I think that was the champagne was. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he's doing what any man would do. He's trying to get Corky Thatcher's sister there. Uh, he's trying to get her, you know, get her out of there. He can't be, you know, supporting this, uh, you know, these fugitive harboring criminal parents of his. Yeah, because that was the thing is when he was drinking the champagne, he was saying he was going to marry uh, that girl because, uh, and he started, and they were like, what? What are you talking about? Like, you're, that's not even your girlfriend. And he was saying, just like this champagne, I wanted it, so I took it, and she'll be mine. And that's when his grandpa threw the champagne or the water in his face. Ooh, ooh. Because his grandpa had seen the Nazis in action, and he knew that they were just raping everybody David Hess style. And he knew that this kid looked like David Hess, so it, it was just going down the wrong way anyway. And now look, let's look at this other bastard here, Paul Winfield. He, he's sitting here. This alien, Robert, I'm going to call him Paul Winfield. <laughs> this fucking bastard, Robert England, saved his life. Right. And he's trying to, he goes to the funeral, you know, I'm really sorry about your son. And he's picking a fight with him. Robert England didn't do nothing to his son. His son was involved in illegal activity, robbing his poor aliens, and he got shot by an alien cop. Why are you taking the side of the visitors now, all of a sudden, that we're doing I'm part not, two? I'm not taking their side. I'm just saying, this is, you really get to see racism on different angles with this. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly a metaphor and a euphemism, but I, th I think this man's very justified. The visitors did kill his son. Yeah, but you shouldn't hate, you know, the other guy. The other guy saved his life. Yeah, but you, you don't know. I mean, these aliens come from another planet, you know. I think my thing, I'm not taking their side. I'm taking David Hess Jr.'s side because. Oh, no. Fuck him. Because look, look right here. David Hess Jr. He's, returns. He's got a bad. He, he comes back with the visitors and then he's ratting his whole family out. Look at As this. well he should. Why should he? The, the, the people are innocent. They were being persecuted because they were scientists. The dad, even though he was a scientist, he wasn't even part of the underground until they had to run away. So I'm just saying they treated this kid. This is a clear-cut case of parental, uh, physical, and mental abuse. Oh, you know, this they, is they, they put this kid down his whole life. I'm not buying this. And then he gets a job, and they turn on him because he's going to be more successful. Bullshit. The visitors come, and they take his, his elderly grandfather away just because he's wearing a yarmulke and listening to an old radio. Now, that that is some racist bullshit right they there. They didn't take That's him anywhere. They took him for, he came back. They took him for questioning. Yeah, he never came home, ever. He came back. No, he didn't. The parents come back, and the dad has a broken arm. Like, they tortured him, but the, the grandfather never came back. They killed his ass. Well, we don't know that. We do know that because he never came back. Hey, speaking of Nazi euphemisms, because that's what this whole thing is. Okay, this is a weird scene here where the Mexican gardener is trying to uh, smuggle the scientist family out. And it's just a weird, like, the creators of this show, like, put this together that Beastmaster's rich mom just happened to be jogging outside while he, he, the, the Mexican guy drove away. Like, that was a very weird coincidence, wouldn't you say? What my thing is, is why would she call, hey, you know what? I saw a Mexican that does gardening in his truck with yeah. gardening equipment. 
Yeah. I was very suspicious of this old racist lady. This Mexican was in my neighborhood. But I was going to say, this very much being a euphemism for Nazis and whatnot is, um, is I actually saw a real Nazi movie this week. It was called Race. And it was about the Nazis. It was a historical movie about when the Nazis hosted the Olympics. It's pretty fucked up. It was a great, a great movie, but it's pretty crazy that the world uh, thought they could trust the Nazis to put on an Olympics and not tamper with it. Yeah, you can't trust those people. No, never trust a Nazi. Now this See, is they got the, the the border check. Yeah, this is there. This scene was actually remade in the From Dusk Till Dawn movie and TV show, if you remember. Yeah, only difference was they were in an RV. Yeah, instead of an old uh, gardener truck. I liked the From Dust to Non TV show quite a bit, just just so you know. I haven't. I liked season one. I haven't seen season two yet. See, this cop actually knows they're back there. He's just kind of yeah. like, he ain't going to say nothing. He, he's selling out his own people to these lizard motherfuckers. Mm-mm. Speaking He's not of, on the take. Speaking of which, we never really said what side we're on. What would you happen if you was in the world of V and these lizards were saying, oh, you know, we come from another planet. Here's a cure for cancer, but we got to take all your scientists away. Would you just say, sure, Mr. Alien, whatever you want to do, or would you fight back? Would you join the resistance? Well, you see, I'm not a scientist. Right. And I'm a lover, not a fighter. So you just say, you, I'd be like, uh, you could buy me. So you probably much would sit it out until whatever, six, nine months later, they would come and, and round you up to be food. <laughs> See, right now, though, they're not doing anything wrong. Bullshit. Not, I shouldn't say that. It's not, I keep saying this the bad way. It's not, a you know, out to the public like they're out to get right. us. We got to go hide out and in, in camps and shit like that. It's, you don't know. It's still the propaganda. Everybody's still, to you and I... We would still think they're okay. Right. Because we, we would just be watching like our news channels with all that fake yeah. news. We probably wouldn't be watching that. We'd have moved on by now. We'd have been at the movies. Which is... We'd have been recording a commentary <laughs> for the 1980s movie graveyard. <laughs> Which is what we're doing anyway. Yeah. Why would they bother me? Because what do you think is a better science fiction film... V, the original miniseries, or Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back? V, the original miniseries. I'd actually have to agree with you on that one. See, there he is. He's developed an alcohol problem. See, he's even checking on his family. Look, I know you got my family rounded up. Let's let him go. They was obviously coerced by this evil scientist. Well, not only that, but the visitors... uh promised uh, David Hess Jr. here that his, his family would have amnesty because they were actually cooperating. But then he, this is the first time he, he finds out that, you know, the uh, the visitors aren't really telling him the truth and they, they just bullshit him. Now, did they cook his family? Did they eat them? No, they let him go. Well, they tortured his dad. They put his dad's arm in like a torture device thing that burned his arm up. That's what his dad says. <laughs> no, we see it happen. Where do we see this happen? Let's see this scene you're talking about. Okay, we will. Okay, here's the Mexican gardener coming back to the roadblock. And then they find out there was a compartment here where they hid the, the scientist family. Now, they, they take him in, in for questioning. Mm-hmm. 
And they swell his face all up. I wonder what champagne company sponsored this shit, because yeah. everybody drinks champagne in this movie. And champagne costs like $10 a bottle, but they act like it's so opulent in this shit. That was $10. Ooh, Mr. Fancy Pants over there. I've only had two kinds of champagne. I like the uh, the Francis Ford Coppola champagne the best. I've had cheap, and I back when I drank years and years ago, I've had cheap, and I've had expensive, and you know what? They taste the same. Yeah, they do. Last time, the only time I ever get is for New Year's Eve. That's the only time. I usually have like two glasses. That was the one thing if I got drunk off it. I didn't get like drunk drunk. I got like real giggly. Really? Because it was the bubbly. That's right. If I was Beastmaster here, I would be drinking champagne too. See, obviously this man is dealing with alcohol abuse too because every time we see him, he's drinking. Now he's drinking at his family room, you know, his dining room that he normally eats dinner with his family all the time, but they're not home because they're up in the mothership getting all experimented on and tortured. That's his house now. He's running the show. He doesn't look too happy about it, but later on when his boyfriend, Brian the Visitor, youth leader, comes, he, he, he buys all the bullshit all over again. Oh, yeah. See, see, here he comes. Okay, where's where's his dad? Let's see this. Oh no, that's just his, his friend there. Never mind. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's when um, Beastmaster gets up in the ship and they're threatening to um, uh, torture Beastmaster, and they take the kid's dad in there instead. And then he and then when he comes home, his hands are all like bandaged up because they got all he up. must have just slipped. No, there's a they show it. There's a chair with like a part where you put your arm that's like all pointy and spiky, and it has a flame coming out of it. I'm going to have to review the footage. (laughs) I think you are. And I hope hope when you see it, he dropped this pointless shtick of the visitors being good when you know these motherfuckers have rubber skin. They're they're fucking lizards. I'm not saying they're good guys. I'm saying I feel bad for this kid because his family mentally abused him. They did not mentally abuse him. They taught him the right way. They taught him what a loser he was and everything because he didn't have a job. He gets a job with this new upstart company of aliens and and now they hate him. No, they didn't. They didn't uh, whatever uh, shit on him because he didn't have a job. They got angry because he would quit his jobs because he would always tell everybody to fuck off because he was being a little jerk, which he fucking is. The man obviously had problems with his boss. He's a fucking jerk. Whether he had a shitty boss or a good boss, he's a fucking jerk. I mean, I mean, come on. You, you, I know many of the people that quit their jobs because they didn't like their boss. But this fucker's like 17. The worst he probably was doing was, what, flipping burgers back then? I know people in their 20s that do that shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then he goes to a job where he's rounding up his own people for alien invasion. Fuck this he's guy. He's rounding up. He's patrolling the streets to keep people safe. He doesn't he's know what he's fucking. He's stealing champagne. He, he said, I took it. Nobody gave it to him. He said, I took the champagne. I wanted it. Now I'll have Robin. I'll steal Robin. Like, this motherfucker. Oh, see, that's where, that's where I question why he would want a girl with Down syndrome. But, you know, to each his own. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to even touch that with a 10-foot pole. If anything, you think they would have some uh, uh, lizard fucking hookers to give to the visitor youth, right? 
I'm saying, you know, he Brian when Brian fucked uh, Robin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it obviously had to. Now you think, in all honesty, he'd be a little hot at his friend Brian there for stealing his woman. Yeah, I mean, they don't go into it too far, but I think in a way he was more in love with Brian than he was Robin. Oh yeah, well, I think he was in love with like the respect and the power. Yeah. Now here we have Mike and Harry, like. I don't, I don't, their plan is to, like, come to this, like, you know, this plant where the visitors are, and they always have a couple of shuttles coming and going. They're going to jump on to, uh, you know, the uh, the shuttle craft and all that. What did they think they were going to fucking do when they got up to this huge, like, miles-long spaceship? You know what I mean? Well, Harry, what, what do you even bring Harry all the way to L.A. for? Yeah, I mean, Harry don't do shit. He just, he always stands there and does, like, a wisecrack, you know? Well, what I don't get is why they had to go to L.A. for that. There's, like, shuttle drop-offs in New York. Well, there's actually shuttles on, um, like, every All street the corner. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think I think they needed the, the bigger shuttle because I guess it didn't have as many people on it. I'm thinking, too, maybe because he was wanted in New York. You know, he had more heat on him. Yeah. Another thing, too, you know, this is a very shadowy, very atmospheric, this plan at night, like, Again, like, you don't even see movies now, like, this good of photography, I don't think. Mm-mm. No, you really don't. I mean, this is reminiscent, like, of what we talk about the most, the 80s there with the, uh, you know, those abandoned factories. Yeah. See, here here we go, all the people being round up, even fucking kids taking up to the mothership. You get um, Daniel's... His, uh, his arm looks perfectly fine to me. Yeah, because he ain't been up on the ship yet. He gets, he gets tortured up in the ship. His grandfather's like not there, though. They already him. killed his grandfather and threw him in a ditch somewhere, probably. Uh, they did not kill that man. How come he never showed up again? He, he probably in a home. <laughs> He's not in Are his home. Are you sure he doesn't come back? I mean, maybe he comes back on, like, another episode or something or the series. But, like, yeah, he never came back on this. But the parents come where home. is he at? See, he's not there. I don't even think they took him. But he was, no, because they, because uh, he, what's his name, Daniel asked Brian, what about my family, my grandfather, and uh, what's his name, uh, alien fucker, Brian, he said some shit about, oh, your father got sick, but, you know, he's with our doctors, he'll be fine, and all this bullshit, like, and you saw how, you know, stoic and resistant his grandfather's gonna be, because his grandfather survived the Nazis and shit, lost his wife to not, you know, he was going to give them alien fuckers hell and rip off their rubber faces and do shit until Let they finally you killed you him. Just, you just saw his dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, he looked fine right here, right? Oh, yeah, he just scared at this Obviously, point. that doctor did a nice job when he got sick and they took care of him. <laughs> They're talking about the grandfather. They made up the story that he was sick. I think or they let. I think they let him go into dementia set in, and he just wandered <laughs> off. All right. This this is so frustrating. It's not even funny. I'm trying to figure out why he brought Harry. He ain't got no camera cord for Harry sucks. to hold. No, he ain't got no cables or extra tapes or battery packs. You know, I get Mike Donovan being a bad shot because he's. In defense, he's probably never used a visitor rifle, but uh, these aliens can't shoot worth a fuck either. Well, the visitor rifles, they seem to be not very accurate. Oh, Harry just kicked the visitor's face open. It seems like I didn't get the visitor spit at him, and it turned out to be like an acidic type, uh, like a reptile poison. How come they never used that ever again? 
Well, because they couldn't use it with their faces ripped off, right? I wouldn't see how. Well, I mean... And how is that laser gun set to stun? <laughs> yeah, nobody ever really dies from the laser blast, right? They just kind of get... It, like, it burns their skin, but they kind of just get knocked out, don't they? Yeah, I don't... Because uh, Donovan took it right in the get... chest there. you think it would, like, go through his chest and destroy his heart. But if your whole plan was to just get on that ship, wouldn't you just let yourself get captured instead of shot? Well, but if you get captured, then you got to, uh, like, fight your way free and all that bullshit, I guess. But wasn't this whole thing because he had that, he has that thing key. from the ship, like that key? Yeah, he stole that so, key off the little ship, you know, the shuttle, and somehow, he, he has, no, like, that thing could literally be, like, you know, a garage door opener. He thinks it's the key to everything that the visitors have going on. And what kind of piss-ass security they got on that mothership, they don't pat him down and take it. <laughs> Maybe he hit it in his asshole. We can cure cancer, but we ain't got no metal detector. Well, it was plastic, but maybe he, the way it was shaped, maybe he hid it in a, uh, <laughs> a compartment, a secret compartment that he had. You watch Shameless, cousin. I've never seen it, but I'm familiar with the show. Good show. The one lady has a wedding ring she's trying to pawn, but she feels bad because the grandma, the guy's grandma had it during the Holocaust, and she kept it hidden in her snatch for all those years. Oh. That's a one-up on a guy keeping a watch up his ass in Vietnam. Yeah. This girl's so ugly. I don't think so. I think she's pretty good looking, actually. See, I don't see it. She got the I think Jane, Jane Badler's the hottest. Oh, yeah. We hadn't even seen her yet. Yeah, I don't think anybody realized the final battle came out. They were like, okay, everybody likes her. We got to whore her up. They didn't realize that she was like the most popular character on the show. Because I don't think, like, nothing against uh, Julie here, but I don't think she's that hot. You know what's weird was I started, like, reading about all the V actors. I don't even know if I should go into this on the show. But um, I started reading about all the V actors. And I agree, Julie's really not that hot. I never thought she that. I looked her up now. She's, like, in her late 50s. She's actually kind of hotter now. She's kind of like a good milf. But she was married to that weird fucker who was on that show Seventh Heaven. And I guess, like... She had been with him for like 30 years and their marriage was going south and they're getting a divorce and she wasn't getting as much money as she wanted or something. And she dropped the bombshell that she knew that he was always molesting all these teen girls. It was very fucking scandalous and weird. Well, it says too, doesn't it? You cut out there, cousin. I said that says a lot about her character too, doesn't That's it? That's what I mean. Like, why would you say that? Like, I know my husband was a molester of gir- of girls, and like, but I kept it secret. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, more, more scandalous and important. The Hulk Hogan sex tape trial is going on as we speak. It, it's like sex tape. Well, I guess it wasn't sex tape, but it's like whatever tape week because Aaron Andrews just won fifty five million for a guy who climbed in a wall and took a video of her. Hey, but Hulk Hogan's looking for ten million. Only ten? Yeah, only. Uncut, or was uncut. it a hundred? No, I think it's a hundred million. Yeah, I thought it was a lot more yeah, than it's that. It's a hundred million. It's enough to. They said they'd never be able to afford it, but it would put Gawker out of business. Yeah. See, I, I think if you lose a lawsuit like that, though, you should be put out of business. Like, even if you can't pay the money, like, okay, pay everything that you can, and then you got to go to a business. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, if somebody hands... Mm. Here come, you want to see the Diana sex tape, don't you? But, um, yes, I do. I want to make it. <laughs> even at 62, she's still got it. She's still not bad looking. You know, I saw her picture recently. She don't look that bad. Mm-mm. See, here comes the kid's dad now. Okay. But look at the Let's torture see. chamber. See? See that shit with no. all the knives and that flame? See? That's, uh... I don't have my volume on. That looks like a massage chair. No, you're full it, of shit. A s'mores maker. You're full of shit. That is where lizard motherfuckers take you to melt your fucking genitals off and they but laugh see, about not, it. You don't see anything, though. They could just be doing that to see if Mike Donovan will crack. Like, you better help us. You better, you better cooperate or this random stranger gets it. Please. Please. Please save it. <laughs> you know, you know where you should save that <laughs> for is when you go on other shows. <laughs> Tell them that bullshit that these lizard-headed motherfuckers ain't chopping everybody up, eating you, everybody up, burning everybody. I would save it for other shows, but nobody invites me on their shows. Yet these motherfuckers want to be on this show. Mm-hmm. Fuck that! <laughs> You're shutting that shit down, aren't you? That's right. They got this shit on lockdown. Speaking of which, should we do another bird giveaway here? Okay, let's do a bird giveaway. Bird, I will send you, uh, I don't let's, know. Let's up it to $25. I was going to say, let's make it like a Godzilla doll, because that's really what he wants. I got some extras. Yeah, we'll do a Godzilla doll if, I'd say before May 10th, 2016, Bird emails us, and nobody can tip him off about it because I won't count. He won't get the prize if they do that. But Bird, if you if you email us before May tenth, twenty sixteen, at nineteen eighties movie graveyard at gmail dot com, and you put in the subject line of the email, uh, what should the subject? What should the the phrase be that he has to email us? I love steak. Oh yeah, because he that motherfucker does love steak. Email us with subject line, I love steak, and then a picture of you holding up a steak. Could be cooked, could be uncooked, and we'll send you a Godzilla action figure, Bird. That's what we'll do. And if any of you motherfuckers tell him, Mm-mm, don't we'll, tell him. We'll, we'll know. We'll know. Because trust us, Bird, Bird, Bird can't keep it a secret. We'll get it out of him. Bird will rat you out quicker than a scientist. Yeah. Speaking of which... This is where we meet uh, Martin here. Yeah, Martin... Now, okay, look at Martin and look at Mike Donovan. Like, look at their face. Who looks more like an, a, a weird alien-looking person? It's actually I Mike Donovan. Really give it to Mike Donovan. Martin yeah. looks more like a high school principal. Yeah. And Mark Donovan really looks like a reptilian beastmaster. He has a real... I kept thinking of that the whole time I was watching this. On the last time I watched this, I was like, he looks more like a visitor than they do. Kind of, because he got that steely look about him. And, it, and, it, and like the bone structure. Yeah, yeah, his face. Weird. Here, here comes Robin, being a silly bitch. Like, she thinks she can just, like, sneak out of this underground base and that the visitors ain't going to find her. Meanwhile, she doesn't realize the whole city of visitors is looking for her. You gotta wonder why they're putting so much effort into finding her. I think it's for the medical experiment, right? Brian wants to impregnate her. Well, yeah, but... See, I never knew 
was that just an accident or was it planned? No, it never really worked. They were never really a hundred percent like he didn't go. I did knocked up like you told me to. You know, I think he just got her pregnant. and He told Diana. No, because because Diana talks about the the experiment they want to do before he goes in there, and then like the next scene is him going. Okay, here's another attractive visitor. I would say this blonde lady is part yeah, of. Yeah, she's she's the other part of the fifth column. Yeah. Which that's what they call the uh, the, the visitor resistance traitor visitors, yeah. yeah. The bad guy visitors, yeah. But no, you'll We're see actually good guys to us. Exactly, you'll see it in a little bit. Diana has the, you know, which you know, like I have to say, that's kind of like jumping the shark point. Is if you watch any like movie or TV show that has to do with aliens. Like, whenever there's, like, that alien hybrid of human and alien that's born, like, they act like it's, like, the biggest story point. But really, what would you do with some fucking baby that's half lizard, half... I mean, it ain't gonna make a difference with anything, right? I did kind of didn't mind when they did the cross-splicing in that movie. Uh, What was it? Uh, Was it Species? Was that... No, uh, Splice. Splice, yeah. I'd have fucked that thing. Really? That thing was kind of nasty. It had like it had a, bird it had wings tail. or some shit. Yeah, tail. That was, no, that was after it, it mutated. Yeah. But beforehand, I'd hit that. Well, species was the one because it just looked like a, it just looked like a normal girl. Yeah, that was the one with um, Natasha. Hinch. Was it Natasha? Hinch? Yeah. yeah, that's how she got famous. I don't get that because that's really not a good movie. <laughs> really, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <It> stinks. <laughs> You know what? No, you know what really stinks. So I was watching some of it the other day. Species two, like Species was not a good movie, but it had a cool looking creature. Species two was just pure fucking shit. Just some guy going around like picking up hookers, getting them pregnant with alien babies. What's the one with? Um, I think it's um, not Lisa uh, Mia Servano. I think is the girl in the. Uh... Is it Mimic with the cockroach monsters or yeah, whatever? Yeah, Guillermo del Toro, Bird's favorite director. That's a... You know, he ain't got a very good track record with me. He's got a pretty piss-poor track record. Now, what do you think of this John Wayne visitor motherfucker here that's talking to Mike Donovan? He really like, hey, partner, how are you doing? Or what what unit are you with? Or... That's because everybody knows John Wayne was a Nazi. <laughs> was he? I heard, I heard that song, John Wayne Was a Nazi, by MDC, old punk song, you know, from the 80s. From the 80s graveyard, the punk songs. I like that, though. Here's your disguise. Sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And the visitor guy catches on right away because he don't want to talk. But later on, on the, was it, is it the final battle or the TV series where they get the voice changers the humans do to sound like the visitors? In the final battle, they get the voice changers, and then... In the series, that their voices were just like ours. <laughs> oh, they didn't want to pay for the uh, effect of the visitors. I'm assuming that sucks. I got Donovan is not the master of undercover. No, he just jumps in a truck and busts out. See, this, this is what the old Jewish man, the grandfather, taught everybody to spray paint the V onto the uh, posters and shit. Mm-hmm. He encouraged vandalism. He did. That's why I like him so much. Yeah. He should have been mouthing off so much using the profanity. Oh, he wouldn't take the high road. 
Yeah, he didn't. Uh, oh. I like this guy. Yeah, Elias. Elijah. Elias. Elias. He was a really good actor. I thought he was really, really good in The Principal. Yeah. I liked I liked his little song he did at the end of part of V Part 1 where he said, uh, six clucks for 12 bucks. Do, 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 do. And he was like that's in that right. lousy garage a, with that boom box. <laughs> boom that's box. right, because he had, a, he had a big scam where he was running eggs. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you were going to fight the visitors... And you had to get one of their guns to kill them because normal bullets don't really kill them. Would you get the handgun or would you get the rifle? I would get the handgun. You know what's weird? If you watch the movie, watch the show, it seems like they're actually more accurate with the handgun than they are the rifle. Rifle, I'm assuming, has a big kick to it. Yeah, because it even has that little handle on the side that you have to hold. And this dumb punk-ass visitor resistance here, the one they captures the human. Not only that, but he's like the most wanted human. So when he's like, lady, I'm human, they're like, no, you're wearing that outfit. Oh, you're a visitor. It's like, do they not notice that he's not like affected by the, the light? He's, he doesn't have the visitor voice, nothing. He's even bleeding red. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're a sympathizer then. Yeah, she's, what kind of shitty ass doctor is she? Yeah. They always had that underlying sexual tension between the two, but it was never explored, I don't believe. Yeah. There's also a lot of sexual tension between Mike Donovan and Diana, it seemed like, too. What'd you like better? V, the TV series, or Alienation, the TV series? I'm going to have to say V. Yeah, me too. Alienation, I don't know, like... I didn't think it was that great. Alienation like ran out of steam really fucking quick from what I remember. But then it, uh, I give them credit just because of the cult following. You know, they made the movie to wrap it all up, which is kind of nice. I I didn't think the movie though was even that good to be honest with you. You know, I didn't either. Like, I mean, I I remember seeing it with my dad when it came out and it was like, oh, it's kind of cool because it's a movie about aliens coming. Like it was kind of like the first version of District 9, I think. But, um, yeah, when it was over, it wasn't, like, anything you wanted to see a sequel to, you know what I mean? No, it was a cop movie, and one of the cops was an alien. Right, right. That was it. I mean, there was no... But, see, I didn't even think District 9 was all that great either, though. Oh, I thought District 9 was really good. I thought it was okay. I liked it better than the other one with, um, Matt Damon. What was that? Elysium? Um, Elysium. That was kind of boring to me. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in Elysium just because how similar to District 9 it was. But I will say the one that I really loved the most was Chappie. Never saw it. Don't plan on it. I'm not a sci-fi guy much, though. Oh, Chappie's awesome, though, because it's about a robot who's like a little boy. It's pretty awesome. He's all gangster and shit. You haven't sold me on it yet. I'm so, well, I'm sorry that you don't I'm like gonna good need, movies. I'm going to need, I'm gonna need more... Uh... Reason to go see it than a robot gangster. It's funny though, and and, and when uh, the fighting fucking got Hugh Jackman playing a South African fucker with a mullet. What else do you need? Does he have claws? Actually, he does. Okay, now you've got my interest peaked. And he has a giant robot that he commands, and he he laughs maniacally as he fucking explodes people with it. Is Burt Young in it? Actually, he is, believe it or not. You're lying. No, I'm not. Well, you got to see to find out. Does he beat, does he beat any kids? 
Actually, there is one scene when, like, they're leaving the office and there's, like, all these little kids begging outside and he kind of, like, he doesn't beat them, but he kind of kicks them in the chest into the dirt. So you might enjoy okay, that. Okay, I'll check this movie out. You gotta see Chappie, man. It's fucking awesome. There's where he's explaining to all of them, you know, hey, these people, they're really aliens. Yeah. And he seems like even the alien resistance doesn't really want to believe it. <laughs> No, I mean, what kind of resistance is that? They're a bunch of nerds. I mean, let's think about it. Who who, who in there is a t- tough guy? Well, later on, the resistance gets gets tougher and all that. Um, but right now, the resistance is more like a club that lives in a sewer and plays Dungeons and Dragons all day. Yeah, pretty much. A very ragtag, to say the least. Yeah, I would agree with that assessment. This and they don't have very many women. No, they don't. This scene like goes on for quite a while where Mike Donovan's getting, you know, indoctrinated into the reason. So let's take this opportunity to talk about what Blu rays we bought recently. Um, you can go first because I have to think. I bought a bunch of wrestling Blu rays. Yeah, I bought Halloween five Blu ray. Hate the movie, but it was so cheap I had to see it. And it actually looks really good. I was shocked. Halloween five looks good and then haven't gotten yet, but I ordered Alice in Wonderland 3D and Nightmare Before Christmas 3D. I, have I got the uh, Batman Bad Blood. I got my Scream Factory Serpent in the Rainbow. My Scream nice. Factory Rotor and Millennium Double Pack. Ooh, Rotor. I heard that one's funny. I haven't seen it in so many years. I, I heard the my, guy that's on the cover, though. Lady Snowblood collection. Nice. I heard the guy that's on the cover, Rotor, though, isn't even in the movie. I, you know, I saw it when I was a kid. I don't remember anything, but it came on that double pack. So, yeah. So, look, I got another Scream Factory. I ordered some more Halloween movies. I got, I got some Scream Factory Halloween movies secondhand from the box set. So, I've been pre ordering all that Scream Factory shit. I got disturbing behavior coming to me in a couple of weeks, which I'm very anxious to watch that again. I always like that one. You know, I actually, uh, Rented the DVD a couple, like, not too long ago from uh, Netflix. I kind of always liked that movie. It's just, um, uh, I always hear there's, like, a better director's cut of it that seems to have never come out. Just no, movie. even Screen Factory, it's, it's not really a director's cut. It's just the movie on Blu-ray. Right. I like that, and I like The Faculty. I remember those came out around the same time, I believe. Yeah, Faculty was a Miramax one when they when they were Dimension was making all those movies. As Robert Rodriguez, my favorite director. Yeah, I was really disappointed with the Faculty when it came out because I was a big really? Rodriguez fan. Yeah, and I, I re-rented it like a year, or maybe about two or three years ago. It's okay. See, I really, I've always really liked that one. It's I don't know how to describe it. Like it's good, but like not a lot happens in it. No, but. I don't know. I just really like Rodriguez. He, I'll say it again. He, he's never made a movie that I've watched. I went, man, that stinks. What about when he made the transition to digital video instead of film, and then he wasn't doing all the quick edits or anything anymore? Yeah, but now he makes them all grindhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still like the guy. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on him, but I wish he would. I mean, I like Sin City, too, and everything. Where everybody else I did, it. too. See, and I don't get that. It's the same as part one. If you like part one, right. you should like part two. It's the same thing. Well, nobody wants to admit this, but uh, see, this is this is where Diane tells uh, Brian that she she wants him to go fuck that girl. But uh, nobody will admit this, 
but it's real it's real easy to like a movie when everybody's liking it. If nobody's excited for a movie, then you gotta hate it. <laughs> well, I, I really think what hurt Sin City too, is, in all honesty, is it was like what nine years later. Eight, yeah, eight years. Yeah, I mean, that's but, a long time. But okay, like if you were fourteen when the first one came out, then I understand. Like, oh, that seems so long ago. But I mean, when you become an adult, eight years isn't shit. When you get to be our age, you get to be. You know, 35, 40 years old, eight years ain't shit. So, like, to me, I was like, yeah, it took a long time to come out, but I wasn't necessarily going to hate the fucking movie because it took eight years to make. You know what I mean? No, I just remember, you know, when, when, because part one was such a, you know, a surprise hit, and, you know, right away within months, oh, and Angelina Jolie's going to be in this, and Johnny Depp, and they had already, and then none of that ever materialized. Yeah, the sequel was supposed to be, like, bigger, right? Yeah, it ended up being much smaller. Yeah. See this is this look. This is where Diana says, "I got an experiment involving you and her." That girl's hot. Did you see her makeup all smeared and She's shit? Nasty. <laughs> okay. Spe- speaking of hot girls, I got to ask you, cousin. Have you seen the trailer for Ghostbusters? Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't even smile during that trailer. But it's got your girl in it. But. It- you know it does, but it it doesn't look any good. To me, the thing that sunk it was the special effects. Like, how many more decades do we have to sit through this fucking PS2 era CGI bullshit graphics? Well, in the whole, it looks like you know it's going to be the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And it. it just—I don't know. I don't. Everybody, I, everybody I, takes I a lot of green slime shots to the face, though. Did you pick up on that? I did. And did you even pick up there's a a, a, a billboard when they're fighting at the end that says big-ass Twinkie? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's going to be a really screechy movie experience. I think they're going to be all screaming and screeching the whole movie. I think it's either going to – I think it's going to do well, though. See, I don't think it is. I think it's going to have, like – $47 million opening weekend and then the second weekend is going to be fucking crickets. Uh, you know, that, that's Paul Fagg or whatever that made it, yeah. isn't it? He, his movies make money. Now, that is true, but he, they're, they're usually like much cheaper to make his films. This is the first big budget, you know? <laughs> this doesn't look like it costs much. No, but there's a lot of cheap ass looking studio movies that cost 250 million. Have you seen Star yeah. Wars: The Force Awakens? Shot in the field, cost 400 million dollars to make. Let me ask you a question. Do you think I saw Star Wars: The Force Awakens? No, I know for a fact you did not see Star Wars. Do you think I will be seeing it? No, I don't think you. Will. <laughs> do you think next year I will be seeing Fast and the Furious Part Eight? Oh, I think you'll pre-order the tickets before the the, the even comes to the theater. Mm-hmm. Look at here. Now, you ain't talking no shit about this motherfucker dropping dime on everybody. <laughs> the scientist. Yeah, he drops a dime because he wants to get his stupid slut daughter back. Now, he's a scientist. Shouldn't he know his daughter's a stupid slut and that she's well, a necessary, like, you know, casualty that you got to let go? Well, number two, why would he even trust them if he knows they're evil and he's hiding in a sewer? 
Well, the fucking, whatever this guy was, the sergeant there, the visitors, he promises that, like, okay, tell us where the camp is, where all the, you know, because there's the sewer camp, which I don't understand why he didn't want to know where the sewer camp was either, but he just wanted to know where the mountain camp was, and that's where this guy's other, you know, his wife and his younger daughters are at. He just went to the sewer camp with his slut daughter who went up and got More importantly, why are all these people... In fucking sewer camps. Why didn't they just all meet up in somebody's house? Well, that was the thing, was the visitors were, like, taking everybody out of their houses and shit. Like, you couldn't just stay at your house. Sure you could. No, you could. Mike Donovan's mom is at her house. Nobody bothering her. Well, she's a, what do you call it, a sympathizer or whatever. She's working with them. Well, see, that's what you gotta be, a double agent. And there are some double agents later on, remember? Mm Mm-hmm. That lady that sleeps with David Hess Jr. And then, well, they hired him because after he kills the other old lady, he has a thing against old Jewish people. Yeah, he's a real racist motherfucker. Mm. See, look look at Diana getting all hot and heavy watching this. Yes, Diana is hot. Now, do you think that Diana was disgusted to see his, his human form penis? Do you think she prefers a reptile penis? Um, that's a very strange question, cousin. Like to Diana, was was him? I think she would prefer mine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Diana, like, like when when that uh, that lizard motherfucker wearing a man suit was making out and having sex with that teenage girl? Do you think to Diana, she it was like she was watching some bestialities? It could have been. It's probably gross to her. Yeah, that's what I mean. We should be disgusted by it. Why do they have a piece of paper hung up that says MASH? I don't know. And why is Paul Winfield Jr.? Because what's his real name again? Who, Elias? No, Paul Winfield. Oh, Paul Winfield's real name? The old kid? Why is he dressed like a reject from Hogan's Heroes with the toque? (laughs) The toque? Who's he think he's ready for battle? He's got the toque on. I saw a uh, Saturday Night Live episode... With a guest appearance by Mike Myers, and they're making fun of Canadian words, and they were talking about a toque. Talk about a toque hat. That's right, boyo. Isn't this guy's name Kenneth something? Who? Paul Winfield. I don't know. I just know he also played Mr. Bracco on Herman's Head. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast list right now. But he reminds me of Paul Winfield. He don't look nothing like Paul Winfield. How do you know? Because I know what Paul Winfield looks like. He doesn't look anything like Reginald Van Johnson. No. I actually saw Reginald Van Johnson in a, um, uh, like a two-second scene in a movie recently. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Ghostbusters. I watched Ghostbusters the other day. He's in the Mike and Molly show. Reginald Van Johnson? Yeah. Not but, every episode. By the way, we, we know it's Reginald Vell Johnson. It's just more fun to say Reginald Van Johnson. <laughs> what is it supposed to be? I always call him Reginald Van Johnson. It's is it a Vell? Reginald Vell Johnson? I thought it was Van Johnson. Let's see. Jason Bernard, that's that fucker's name. He's nothing without the Toki. Unfortunately, Jason Bernard passed away October sixteenth, nineteen ninety six, at the age of fifty eight in beautiful Burbank, California, where they filmed V. Wow, what did he die of? That's kind of young. Yeah, it says death shortly after the principal filming of Liar Liar was completed. I guess he was in that Jim Carrey movie. Bernard suffered a massive heart attack on October 16, 
He had been driving his automobile in Burbank, California when he was stricken and was involved in a rear-end accident. Rushed to St. Joseph's Medical Center, Burbank, where he died within an hour. His body was cremated. Liar, Liar was dedicated in memory of him. Hmm. Might have to buy a DVD of Liar, Liar now, too. I have it on DVD. Do you? It's, oh, yeah, he it, was the judge. That's right. It's actually a pretty funny movie. It as, is. As far Jim as shitty Carrey's, Jim Carrey movies go. Jim Carrey's early stuff is very good. It was. There's food truck lady. She sees they're putting bombs on the... Yeah. I'm not... I'm trying to figure out, though. Here, here's where this plan is bad. Number one, you're really not serving a giant purpose blowing up this plant because it's just a cover. Right. And I, I think that's the idea is to take the... Yeah, it is Reginald Bell Johnson. I, I think... I think This motherfucker's still alive, too. I think the idea is like, oh, we're going to expose it to everybody that they're not really, you know... But, I mean, it, it don't... Like you said, it don't matter. You know what I mean? Well, and, and number two... You blow that up, it's obviously going to trigger, this is a chemical plant, so it's going to probably blow up, you know, a couple of square block radius. Wouldn't you kill a fuck ton of human beings? Yeah. You probably would and kill more humans than you would visit a truck. All right, cousin. They're blowing up all the visitors. Well, really not even visitors, just these tanks. Nobody's really getting, no actual people are getting blown up, really. Mm-mm. Yeah, you think you'd be hurting the people that are working there. Yeah. Let's, let, let's, is this the time of the show where we have to talk about if we remade V, who would we cast in it? Oh, we can do that. Yeah. If we remade V, not as a TV show again, because that didn't work out. Let's let's say we're remaking it into a, a movie or a trilogy of movies. First of all, who would you cast as Mike Donovan? Hmm. Truthfully, I would say Dennis Leary. Really? At this Mm -hmm. point, don't you think he's a little old to be convincing as a cameraman? No, I think he could pull it off. He does. Um, For Mike Donovan, I'm I'm actually going to say Ryan Gosling. I think he'd be good. Oh, he's too pretty. Mike Donovan's got to look kind of, you know... Like a crow man. He was pretty ugly in place behind the pines. I could say maybe I get you better than Dennis Leary. Mm. Dean Ambrose, star of 12 Rounds 3. Speaking of which, I got this great idea. It just popped in my head the other day. Like, there was really no inspiration for this. I just came up with this myself. I'm thinking about, because I recently watched 12 Rounds 3 starring Dean Ambrose. First of all, great thespian Dean Ambrose is. I'm thinking about opening a web page where I make fake movie posters and I take the stars of the movies out and put Dean Ambrose in. What do you think? I'm going to call it Ambrosify Movies. Do you think that would work? I think that would work 100%. And it's completely original, don't you think? I've never heard anything like that. Mm-mm, That's genius. I know. Just kidding, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw a joke in there because I think he, Zeus is Zeus is getting old. We need to get Ambrosified going. <laughs> Matt is our only, for a fact, uh, known loyal listener. Hits me up within a day or two of when the episode posts. So I had to throw, I had to throw an Easter egg in there for him. He needs to make us some Ambrosified '80s posters. 
<laughs> we're going to time travel back in time before I'll Dean, post them before Dean Ambrose's hair was so greasy. <laughs> why is that motherfucker's hair so greasy? I think why he wrestles in street clothes. Yeah, well he. He is like fake street clothes though, because you think he's wearing jeans, but you look, they're like stretch tight jeans or something. Yeah, that Boris fights in. Yeah. All right, we had the grandma there, who was kind of like the girlfriend of the of the Jewish uh, grandfather who got taken away. She actually blew up the squad car with a Molotov cocktail. And Rudy. Rudy, yeah. And the the cop from earlier that let the family go in the uh, Mexican uh, gardener's uh, hidden compartment, he saw it and actually laughed. What did you think about that? Well, he's a good man. Yeah. He don't want them aliens stealing his beat. Now, this is where Mike Donovan comes across the real plane of the visitors. He goes up and he realizes that they're not really uh, taking a chemical compound from Earth. They're actually stealing all the water. Yep. That, and that was their whole plan. They're here to steal all the water and take humans for food. Right. Which actually isn't a bad plan if you think about it. No, not really. Because you could just, because like, why would you like work and have a society where everybody's working on your home planet when you could just steal free food, free water and like go from planet to planet? You know what I mean? Like in Independence Day, those aliens, they had no purpose. Speaking of which, cousin... Have you seen the trailer yet for ID2? Yep, I've seen both trailers and the Super Bowl spot. Are you excited about it? I don't know if I'm excited, but I'd definitely go see it. Because as it, hokey as the first one was, it was a lot of fun. I have no shame admitting I liked it. See, Independence Day was one of those movies that was huge when it came out. And then six months after it was out, everybody started making fun of it and claims it was a bad movie. I still like it. I have the Blu-ray. I think it's pretty fucking good as far as like dumb summer movies go, you know? Yeah. I liked it. It still holds up to this day for me. I watched it not that long ago, actually. Yeah, I want to. I don't. There's really nothing about the trailer for the sequel that makes me want to see it. But like, just the idea that they could come back 20 years later seems kind of cool to me. You know what I mean? Well, you know, that, another one like that was uh, St- Starship Troopers was the movie everybody loves, but nobody went to go see because it made 10 cents. I remember when it came out and I was like raving about it and thought it was awesome. Everybody was making fun of me. It's 90210 in space. <laughs> yeah, like I remember that. Yep. They're so fucking stupid. They don't realize Paul Verhoeven, like everything he does is a satire. So the point was, it was like, it was supposed to be a movie where you see all these Rudy fucking candy ass motherfuckers like become hard asses you know what i mean like it was a satire and fascist satire and shit but i mean political commentary aside like who gives a fuck who the actors is that still has some of the best cgi and some of the fight scenes i've ever seen in like a modern big budget movie uh, and they ruined it by making those straight to video sequels oh, those suck cousin those i never suck finished so i could never finish either one of them i remember i rented part two and like the people were running out with these laser guns that instead of like or, 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 like, machine guns or something. Like, instead of, like, you know, having, like, the little blank shootout, they had, like, light-up LED bulbs in them that would flash and supposed to be, like, a gunshot. It was horrible. And then three, Casper Van Dien came back in, and that, I couldn't even finish that fucking thing either. And I don't, remember, I don't remember if it was two or three or what, but one of those Starship Troopers fake sequels, there was one where, like, they were just hiding in a bunker the whole time and some little that bug. Was too- oh, that was so fucking cheap and painful. 
They had a cartoon too for a while too. They did like some CG cartoon. Yeah, but I think that was based more on the book than the movie series. But I could be wrong because they had yeah. the power armor and all that bullshit. I, I, I like the first movie a lot. Now this is a pretty epic uh, fight scene here, where all the resistance jumped out of the garbage truck. So they start using mirrors to blind the visitors. But there's some like this. This blonde lady is awkwardly shooting, and they get shot with a laser gun. Man, then look at this motherfucker abandons them all. Yeah, because he realizes the visitor's about to go blow up the um, the what do you call it the the shit? What do you call it? The mountain camp. Yeah, because they had a hard on for those people in the mountain camp. Yeah. Now don't you? They must have wanted to camp there. Don't you think they made these hallways in the visitor ship kind of look like the hallways in the movie Alien? Alien, yeah. Yeah. Plus, they're really big. Yeah. I think it's one of those things when you build a spaceship, like, inside of a ship set, like, you really just build, like, a couple hallways, and then you keep turning the camera around so it looks like it goes on forever. Yeah, that does seem to be how it works in all those sci-fi movies, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, they'll walk down the hallway, you know, cut to them walking to a new hallway. But Kind of like Private Resort. Remember Johnny Depp kept running down that same hallway, but they just changed the room numbers on the door? Yeah, I guess it was like, yeah, because you could tell it was just the same thing. They were just looping it. Yeah, like, they just sort of, like, turned the camera around and he would run the other uh, direction. I love that movie. I do, too. By the way, cousin, I've been waiting to share the news uh, on the show here. I found out in a couple weeks, it's coming to Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. It's coming out on a two-pack and a four-pack. I think I'm going to buy the four-pack. What else is with it? Oh, let me look real quick. I, I know Hard Bodies is on the two-pack, and then it's Hard Bodies and two other things um, on the four-pack. And the four-pack's cheap. It's like 13 bucks. Breaking news, everybody. Gotta get the I team to investigate the other two movies. Yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna mute my microphone real quick. While he does that, I'm gonna bring it back with uh, David Hess Jr. See, there's his family coming home. Yep, there's his dad. Clumsy bastard. Slipped and fell and broke his arm and he's trying to pin it on them aliens. Once again, I'm left to do the commentary myself, people. The grandfather's not there, but see, he clearly never said he was dead. They just said that the guy got lost. He probably got on the wrong shuttle, and he'll be back safe in no time. Stupid, stupid people got what they deserved. He will not be safe back in no time. I think he just suffered from dementia. No, no way. I'm on the website of the distributor. I see the two pack is with hard bodies for six ninety nine. The four pack. I guess I gotta look under the four pack section. Who put this out? What company is it? It's gonna be Mill Creek. Oh, that's not gonna be a good quality Blu-ray. Really? Because I've been surprised by some of this shit. That's come out from these cheap companies. 
I it, buy the Mill Creek. Uh, I bought, and they're married with children and Renegade sets and Wise Guy sets because they're cheap. Mm. This clearly lifted right off a of VHS tape. Is it? Yeah, their stuff's not the highest quality. That's why it's so cheap. It's not the highest quality. No. Now this is a pretty good set right here, with like all the bodies and cases and shit. Don't you think? What I can't figure out is how Mike Donovan and this one guy walking around unnoticed. Yeah. You think you'd have somebody guarding your food. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they have like guard the visitors have guards walking around the whole rest of the ship where like nothing is going on. Yeah, they're guarding air vents, but they're not guarding where they keep all the human prisoners. No, they're not. Let's see. That's very Invasion of the Body Snatcher-esque, the way they're cocooned up there. I know. Alright, okay, I got it. This is why I couldn't find it. It's going to be called the Sun, Sand, and Sweat 4-Movie Collection. It's going to have Private Resort, Perfect, which that's that's the reason. I love the movie Perfect. With, Jamie Lee Curtis? Man. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Travolta. I got the, the laser disc. been waiting for a good release of it. Hard Bodies and Spring Break. I've never seen the Spring Break movie. Spring Break, I don't know that one. It looks like a private resort type movie. That hard hard Bodies, I know. I think there's a two-pack out with Hard Bodies and Hard Bodies 2, like on DVD or something. But yeah, the uh, private resort and perfect by itself. That's enough for me to buy it. You know, we got off track. You never said who you'd cast as Diana. Oh, yeah. Let's get back to it. Now, Diana, I'm going to go Angela Bassett. What? Yeah, like, she always plays, like, a badass, like, woman character. Or are you just going for the sex appeal with the Diana casting? I'm going to go with Melissa McCarthy. What? Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think she has the chops to play an evil villain like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm pre-ordering right now for spring break. Here's hey. one. Who would you go with for Willie? Oh, Willie? I'm going to go Jackie Earl. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm going Jonah Hill. You know who <laughs> was a chompers? That's right, baby. You know who I would actually really go for Willie if if which you couldn't. There's no way he would do it. But if I could uh, get get him, I would actually want to get Jim Carrey. Really? Yeah, because you could have him like dropping all the shit. You know what I mean? Why couldn't you get him? He does nothing. Yeah, it just seems like he doesn't. Ooh, eight ninety nine pre order for the Sun, Sand, and Sweat four movie set on Blu ray. It's a two disc or two, so uh, there's going to be you know it's basically two double features packed here. So I don't nice. think hopefully the quality won't be too bad. But we got to wait for the uh, official. Uh, there's a website. I don't, do you ever look at Blu ray dot com, cousin? No, I don't. They got movie reviews for like every Blu-ray. So before I buy any Blu-ray, I I check out whatever the review is, and they usually have them like right at street date, you know. Mm-hmm. So, because I know what you mean, I I get very leery about buying these cheap ass like versions or whatever. So I always check there, you know. 
So let's get back to the final. I was going to say romantic, but I, that's not the right word. The action pack. This is pretty much the, uh, you know, we had that big shootout with the garbage truck and shit where they took the facility to get the equipment and the armory and all that. But this is really the big, like, Star Wars-esque, I would say, finale of V miniseries, don't you think? Yeah, because, you know, they're gonna be, he's got to go try and save the... For some reason, they got a hard-on with this mountaintop, you know, even though it has absolutely nothing there that they can use to stop the aliens. Now, the the Mexican gardener guy, they rescued him. And, oh, by the way, we, we talked through it, but they when they threw Donovan in a room with the Mexican gardener, they found the body of Harry. They tortured him for information. Now, what, what horse shit excuse do you have for his buddy Harry getting tortured to death? Well, Harry was shooting at the aliens. So because he was shooting at the aliens, they tortured him to death for hours. Well, we don't know if they tortured him for hours. <laughs> he was in the room where they throw everybody where they get tortured. They might have just thrown him in there and killed him real quick. Nah, he was in a body bag. He'd been tortured for hours. He, he might have committed Harry Carey. Now, see, I kind of got caught bullshit on this because before Mike Donovan steals the spaceship... Like, him and Martin, like, talked for, like, ten minutes right there in front of every fucking buddy on the ship. Here's what I want to know. How Mike, how Mike Diamond know how to fly this ship? How do all these motherfuckers in sci-fi movies know how to fly alien technology? Yeah, Mike Donovan said that he had some flying lessons, so he knew how to fly. Because you know how to fly a little prop plane, you know? Now, I will say the inside, for this being filmed in 1983, the inside of this, uh, you know, the, the, the decoration of the inside of this spaceship, it actually looks somewhat believable. Yeah, not too bad. And it's got the, like, the joystick-like control and everything. Yeah. Whereas a lot of things at this time, they just put a bunch of blinking lights in there. Yeah. And that's even not a bad effect for clear, you know, clearly like, a, you know, a screenshot and everything. It don't look bad. No, the compositing is actually pretty decent here. I'm just trying to, I've just never figured out how these people could always outfly, you know, the trained air force of the aliens. <laughs> well, I guess you could say that the one ship was uh, flown. This is cool here, too, when the the gardener guy, I keep forgetting his name. What is his name, Ramon? Sanchez. So that's right, Sanchez. And he realizes he's in the gunner chair and it spins around. That's kind of cool. This part actually. He, he manages to take him out, too. Yeah, this actually kind of reminds me of The Last Starfighter right here for some reason. I tried to watch that not that long ago. It's got some great CGI effects from 1982, don't you think? <laughs> Man, that movie sucks. And I liked it what? a lot as a kid. I That's love Last nowadays. Starfighter. Yeah, how long has it been since you watched it? I rented the HD DVD of it from Netflix, so that wasn't too long ago, right? Because HD DVD uh, came out like 10 years ago. I want to get the Blu-ray. It's yeah, good. It's awful. Aside from the, um, well, what's bad about it? It's just so corny. The end has real primitive CGI graphics. Like it looks like a video game, but other than that, I keep in mind I had not seen it since I saw it in the theater either. I had like a um, the Viewmaster disc of it. Like remember how movies would have a Viewmaster disc you could buy? Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I had over that. I'm kind of surprised, honestly, out of all the fucking movies they remade. One of the very, by the way, one of the very first posts ever 
for 1980s movie grade our Facebook page was for the Last Starfighter, the anniversary of it. But I'm kind of surprised that all the movies they remade, they haven't remade Last Starfighter. Yeah, but are there any games like that? There's no arcade games anymore. Yeah, where you could recruit. You, you could you yeah. could base it all around PlayStation Four, I think. Do like a you could do like, like the an online game or something, maybe. Yeah, aliens and the internet or some bullshit. Then again, I remember how Skynet was an app. Oh, that was. I have to say, the to me, the Terminator movies kind of get worse with every sequel. But when they got to the point where Skynet was a phone app, oh my fuck, oh fuck, horrible. That that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's pretty fucking bad. Genesis. Genesis. The, these are pretty good effects here, of like the way they actually blew up the uh, like the buildings with the uh, spaceships flying over them. Like this part looks really good to me. I thought. I still, for the life of me, don't get what the hard on was for this camp. It's not like they had a secret weapon there. I think it was just trying to kill them. All right. I mean, you try to kill the resistance, you know. Yeah, but you could have killed the sewer ones. Well, they didn't think to ask, is there a well, camp in the that. sewer? But to be fair, like, for whatever reason, they, they knew about the, like, I guess they thought everybody was up at the camp. They didn't realize there was a second camp, you know, because they had some intel about the mountain camp. Yeah, I don't, you know, and the one thing you have to wonder, and I don't think I thought of it either at the time, but... He's putting on his son's hat for good luck. This kid has a big ass fucking head. Um, it's squeezing the top of his fucking head. <laughs> do you, you know, the, about ten minutes to go in this movie. Mm. Did anybody wonder? Wow, how's this going to end? Because you didn't know it was coming back in a year, right? It pretty much just ends with the visitors in control. Yeah, but I think back then, because you got to think this came out. Well, it, came, it aired like a year after Return of the Jedi came out. So they're filming it around the time that that movie came out and had a huge success. They had to think that like, what if we can make a Star Wars type movie, but make it for TV. And every year we could do more and more miniseries. Because the miniseries were big back then. Oh, yeah. I think probably the biggest the miniseries ever got during my time that I remember. I mean, obviously there was like Roots and shit that everybody remembers, but that was a little bit before my time. But during my time, other than V, probably was a, all those Stephen King miniseries were a huge deal back then. Yeah, it I remember was real big. Yeah, and even shit like the Tommy Knockers and all that was around. The Stand. Yeah, Stand's actually pretty good. I think. Never finished it. I always found it kind of boring. Never finished the book or anything. See, I like the first half of the part where it's basically just like an apocalypse and everybody's dying of the plague. That and people are walking through the empty cities and shit. It's towards the end where it gets like a little iffy. We actually start getting into all the cornball characters. Like I liked, um, I liked the first half of it. Mm-hmm. The the second half is the adult. That one always let me down a lot. Well, I felt like it, it wasn't as scary. Like, it was scary when it was going after kids, not so much when they were adults. You know what I mean? So here they got the garbage waste truck, you know, all loaded with weapons. Yeah, so they can fight back. And, like, really, everybody runs out with these shitty rifles. They just don't do shit against the visitor, you know, TIE fighters or whatever. Yeah, you would think they'd have some kind of, you know, if you can, I'll say it again, if you can cure cancer. You should be able to have a, at least the aliens and independence. They have force fields. Well, not only that, but 
like they keep flying over and, and granted those laser blasts are kind of blowing a lot of shit up but like shouldn't they just be able to fly over and drop a bomb on those fucking people you would think that's a bad effect right there the uh cartoon smoke the smoke yeah, yeah. Speaking of smoke, I've, I'm finally at the point in Arrow Season 1 where Felicity Smoke has joined the team. Wow, you are so far behind. It's pathetic. Why is it pathetic? It's like almost done with Season 4, and I told you to watch that four years ago. Right, and I've been watching it ever since. You watch one a year? <laughs> About one every three months. Well, okay. I like the show, but it, to me it's like a movie, and I don't... I don't know. Like I, I like to space them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, just binge watch them. Yeah, I, that's my thing. Is I can't binge watch cousin. I can a sitcom. I can binge watch a sitcom very easily. The the hour long shows like that. It's high. It's hard. One one or two. That's it. Maybe you get two out of me, but they, I don't. It takes me a while to watch them too. The only one I really binge watched, like in terms of like a show that I discovered during the Netflix era, is Breaking Bad. And, like, I, just, I started binge-watching. I binge-watched maybe the first two seasons, and then, like... I mean, not all at once, but I was doing, like, two episodes a day for a while. And I just didn't enjoy the show that much doing it. Like, Arrow, like, like I kind of forget what happened, like, fucking episodes before. But, I don't know, like, I like when I watch it, like, it's, it's good, because it's fresh to me, you know what I mean? Yeah, Jamie uh, binge-watches Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I've always wanted to watch that show, too, but I'm so far behind. Maybe after I finish Arrow Season 1, I can watch it. My thing with that is, like, I can watch, like, if I watch one today, I'll watch another one tomorrow. Right. I can't watch repeated viewing of that. Mm. What's this bitch think she's going to do with the Glock? Yeah, Julie, this is like a stand of defiance. And not only that, but she's just drawing attention to that little boy at her feet trying to get him killed, too. Yeah. Okay, this is a cool part here where Elias has the rocket launcher, and uh, he what he's going to do? He's going to shoot the uh, Tie Fighter Diana's like, and this is a cool effect because like, kind of part of the panel next to her face blows up, and then like it rips off part of her face, so you, you get to see part of uh, Diana's alien face right here. It's a really cool Except effect. Donovan's got to try to sneak up from behind. Yeah, or maybe a backstabber. That's what he does. He shoots her. Yeah, because Elias blew up the other one. Yeah. She's still hot. Okay, tell the truth. Right there like that, with half a lizard face, would you still? Yes. (laughs) I knew that's what you were going to say. Very much so. Would you? No, not with the lizard. No, no. You lying sack of monkey shit. No, no, I'm not. I mean, what's the point? You might as well just have sex with a lizard then. You don't got to look. Tell her to roll over on that side. I can get her in the back. <laughs> All of a sudden, this podcast sounds like a big timer CD from 2002 or something. What? That fucking, that hole's going to work either way for me. Oh, my God. Shouldn't have gone down that road. Okay. Yeah, hey. the- the scientist guy finds his wife. First, he thinks like, "Oh, it's you know, I'm going to get here and save everybody." Then he finds his wife is dying. All his fault because he had, he had yeah. to tell. And he, so, okay, if you were this guy, would you rather have your slut daughter who wants to run off and bang aliens, or would you rather have your wife who's been a good wife, raise your kids, f- loyal, faithful, 
This guy fucked up, clearly. It's the dumbest scientist I've ever seen. Now, I mean, I understand there's nothing like, you know, a parent's love for their children. But when you have a slut daughter who's 17, 18 years old going off with aliens, willing to fuck aliens, basically at this point doing bestialities, you got to let that go to save the rest of your family. Sorry. You have to. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. He's the reason they're in all that trouble anyway. She would have just went out on a date with little David Hess. They'd have been, they'd have been drinking free champagne for breakfast. Exactly. But no, she had to have the freedom of choice to choose who she dated because she's, she's a picky slut, teenage slut daughter. That's right. And, she's a slut. And then she wants to do fucking bestialities with fucking lizard man. Tell him the fuck on. Yeah. Dumb bitch. And she's ass ugly. <laughs> She's like a fucking sea urchin. <laughs> sea urchin, holy shit! But by the way, uh, the day we're recording this, it's actually national or international. I'm not sure. Women's Day. No, is it? Yeah, it is. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I'm not abroad, and we're clearly. Uh, Clearly, we're pro-women on this uh, podcast today. I'm pro-Diana. I'm not pro... Um, sea urchin. Sea urchin there. Plankton. <laughs> I mean, that chick is nasty. I would beg to differ, but... She's gross, man. She dressed like fucking somebody from Little House on the Prairie. Well, yeah, because she's supposed to be young. Still, she's just... She's ugly. She just looks, her face looks crooked. I think she's alright. She, she got an 80s look, that's what I'll say. Uh, she's nasty. She looks like a second run pinup girl. Second run. Here, everybody. Elias, the dad from Boy Meets World. Everybody's celebrating with their rocket launchers. They're all happy. They feel like big men now with their guns. Look, look at this motherfucker running to put the fire out at the camp. Like, let that shit burn. You gotta get out of there. They're, 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 it's like, you, you barely survived two ships coming to shoot at you. What are you gonna do when a hundred come in a second here? Like, that's why I don't get why Dana went return to base. Why didn't she say, we're flying back. My, my makeup fucked up. Other two just blow them up. <laughs> yeah. Ain't like nobody. They had a rocket launcher, but they obviously only had one rocket. Yeah. Now, okay, whose side are you on with the final argument that's made here? Julie says, we got to let all those hundreds of thousands of people up in the ship die. We got to think about the people on Earth. Like, I'm with Mike Donovan. You got to try to save the fucking people because oh, like, yeah. you can't just say like, oh, because like. How, okay, you can't stop the visitors from taking the people. They're just going to keep taking more and more as they eat people to replenish their supply. Like, that's a stupid fucking argument, I think. Well, she's a stupid fucking bitch, too. But, I mean, his kid's up there. Yeah, he's supposed to just give up. Oh, see, that's not right. Mm-mm. I would trade his kid for that dumb slut right there. <laughs> you would trade. You could probably... You could probably get everybody, like the thousands of people in cold storage back because Diana really wants this teenage slut in the weird whatever lizard baby that she's carrying. Oh, yeah. The star child. Star child. That's the only area that I think that V kind of jumped the shark was that they put so much emphasis on that 
that hybrid baby thing. Yeah, she saves the day at the end, though. Yeah, I, I think they re- I think they fucked up and realized, like, man, we put so much time to this stupid... Remember when the lizard motherfucker kid shoots shoots that other little kid with venom in the face? That's right. <laughs> that annoying little girl. <laughs> Got what she deserved, too. We're kind of, you know, we had the big action finale, and this is where, you know... Uh, Blair here, or Robin, or whatever her name is, is uh, realizing that she's pregnant with an alien baby. She's all scared and shit. I don't, I don't know. I, I think maybe they should have not telegraphed that so much. Save the alien pregnancy for later, for part two, for final battle or whatever. Well, they kind of did. You just get yeah. the little teaser there. Yeah. Mike Donovan still trying to convince his mom of these lizard motherfuckers' evil intentions, but she don't want to hear it, right? Well, he's a wanted man. What's he doing there? Yeah, he can't just sneak in and out of his mom's house. Like, this visitor security is for shit. You ain't kidding. They have security posted there. You know what I would do if I was Mike Donovan? Because he knows his mom, like, loves the visitors so much, but she's so rich because she's such a fucking materialistic lady. I would send Elias and the crew over to break in. Or I'd be giving her bad information. Yeah. Well, you, Elias could come in there and steal all the jewels, and then they could pawn the jewels to get more weapons, medicine, uh, whatever. Right. You know, he'd see that big-ass TV and sit down and start watching it and get caught. <laughs> He is, he is a burglar. Like, you always hear these weird burglar stories about a guy broke in the house and then he sat down and made a sandwich and got caught. Like, I think that's, you know, if the aliens. Elias. Yeah, if the aliens would have never come to Earth and shit, like, that would have been Elias' story, you know? Oh, yeah, he was watching television. Yeah. I wanted to see the news so bad. Yep, there you find out that his mom dropped a dime on him. I know. What a great fucking mother. Good job, <laughs> bitch. This this is actually turning out to be the wrong choice material to record on International Women's Day. Because most of the women in this movie are despicable. <laughs> they all are, in all honesty. I mean, even the heroine wants to all the, the people on the ship to get eaten. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Julie wants the people to get eaten. Diana wants to eat all the people. Mike Donovan's mom wants to drop a dime on her own son. Uh, one girl's just some slut. Yeah, know, getting alien banged home. by alien. What? Who would come the fuck on? Who would have sex with an alien? That's so gross. And there they are back at home. There with the Mister. Oh, I hurt my hand. Yeah, the mom's the uh, the mom's talking about how the the father of the Jewish family he got all tortured and shit, and he's like. He's got like the old, the uh, man, he's got like a thousand yards there and shit. Yeah, he either told him to get out. He caused all this, you know. I didn't understand the scientist's father's plan, though. He's, he's trying to convince these people like, okay, your grandfather, well, not their grand, but this guy's dad, he got killed. You got tortured. You need to let us come back here and stay because we'll really find out a lot of information from your Nazi youth son and all that shit. But, like, do you think that plan would really work just because, oh, if if we hide out where the Nazi youth is, then that would make us less likely to get caught? I don't believe that at all. I don't either. I don't get why he's just staring at him and not answering him. Why did he get tortured, stupid? Yeah, this is where he pulls out the letter or something from the grandfather. Because the grandfather wrote a letter before the 
visitors took him away. Talking about. I don't remember what it said. I'll read it to you, cousin. The lady reads it right now. I got the subtitles on. Come on, lady, read it. She's dumb, too. <laughs> She's looking and looking she at read. it. Can't read. Can't read shit. She's proofreading it. Let's see. My dear family, it's painful knowing that I'll not see your faces anymore. But I must take this stand for what I know is right. You may think that an old man wouldn't be afraid to die. But this old man is very frightened. I'm hoping that I'll find a little of your mother's dignity and strength. So far, I'm as frightened as a child who fears the dark. But we must fight this darkness that is threatening to engulf us. Each of us must be a ray of hope and do our part. And join with the others till we become a blinding light. Triumphant over darkness. The mom's getting all choked up. Until this task is accomplished, life will have no meaning. More than anything, you must remember which side you're on and fight for it. Damn, this lady, this lady reads slow as fuck. You ain't kidding. And this is not a very eloquent letter. No, it's really not. Your mother and I will march beside you holding hands again. We'll sing your song of victory. You'll feel us in your hearts. So basically, he just write an inspirational letter. Our spirit. Now she's that really, really inspire me. I mean, what did the guy do? He got he got on the wrong bus, and he's in a different city now. <laughs> no, he's dead. That's why he wrote the letter. He knew the fuckers were gonna kill him. But I mean, his, his son, you know, the father of the household, the father of the Nazi youth. You know, he he finally this letter. His dad dying. He, it woke him up to be like, okay, we all have to do our part to get rid of these lizard head motherfuckers. Yeah, but what what's their part? What are they gonna do? They don't do nothing. Who? They're lazy. This is a lazy resistance. You gotta see. Okay, I'll, I'll point. So usually I'm not somebody who picks out like whatever plot holes or weird shit or whatever. But the series ends here with them going to one of those SETI giant research bases where they have the big uh, satellite dishes. Big satellite, yeah. Where they monitor what goes in and out of space. They're trying to send an SOS call if there's any other you know like alien races out there that could be you know enemies of the visitors or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes perfect sense, you know, the the enemy of my enemy is my friend and all that. Now, watch what happens here. Elias comes out. Now, keep in mind, this is like their secret base where they're sending a transmission. I mean, it's not secret, but, you know, the aliens don't know that they're using this facility to you know, transmit SOS calls. What does fucking Elias do here? He fucking, he fucking tags it. He tags it and puts the V symbol. Okay, right there, you're putting on the door that this, is, that this place... And by the way, look, look look at like that door where he spray paint. Look at the top left corner. It's like a peel off door. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I know that they're it's it's just like a sheet of construction paper that they went in. It's all peeling off on it. But yeah, like why would you? It's like marking your safe house that it's a safe house. You know what I mean? Like, well, that was the that was the way Kenneth Johnson. Like, if you read his second coming book, which was shit, in my opinion. Um, Everybody says it's shit. 
that was what he wanted was their enemies to come down 20 years later. Oh, so pretty much we would get our ass kicked by the uh, visitors. They would occupy us and like yeah. all hope would be lost until the other. Like pretty much all up. the water's gone and everything like that. Yeah. That would actually be kind of cool. 20 years later, much like Independence Day 2. See, I think that's why they need to do it as a trilogy of movies. Is like you can make a trilogy over like a five year span and just like, you know, say like, oh, now 10 years later. You know what I mean? Like. 1983. Warner Brothers. I, I know our fans out there probably like, oh, I can't they... wait till they do the final battle, but that might not happen. <laughs> yeah, it might not. In loving memory, Dominique Dunn, the, the girl who was in the show and got killed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, you know, it's it. we've been snake bit this year for sure. Uh, we teased it, I think, on either the last episode or episode before the burning, the infamous burning episode. We'll get that out to you fairly soon. We won't make you wait 10 days because we promised part two of you was coming in 10 days and it ended up being, what, 30 days pretty much. <laughs> Okay, but if you guys want V to final battle, you gotta download this and you gotta tell your friends. I'm not saying it wasn't downloaded a lot. Yeah. But not as much as we had hoped. It made it seem like on our end that it was maybe a mistake. Because we're trying to build momentum for the show and, you know, our bad luck and circumstances beyond our control. We haven't been able to be as regular with the show as we have in the past. So at this point, we gotta pick momentum back up. So if you want it, you got to let us know. Yeah, because, you know, unless you want Boyo to come back. Well, Boyo will come back. We got some Kenjite in the hopper. See, we got more We got more Boyo here. We bought more Boyo for the occasion. <laughs> we're, lo- we're stocking up on Boyo. <laughs> we are. We got Boyo in the cupboard. That's right. With the Tukey. That is. Well, fans, obviously we want to say thank you for sticking with us. This took took longer than we wanted for this episode to come out, but we love V. I couldn't wait to do V. Kind of sucks that we had to wait to wrap it up so long, but now it is wrapped up. We'll we'll give V a rest for a little while at least, maybe forever. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, we'll 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 throw the burning out for you in a couple of days as soon as um uh I can allow because I. I you know, I have to do a lot of editing on it. I, I, I suspect some some correction, some audio work. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep the shit coming fast and furious here, and we got a lot of good shit playing over the next couple months. Is there anything else you wanted to say to the the fans, Corey? No, just thank you for uh, listening, and just, you know, tell your friends, make the audience bigger. Tell your friends about me. All right, we'll see you next time on the 1980s movie Graveyard. You people suck. What's the problem now? I tried sneaking into the Radar movie and they kicked me out. Well, of course. Do you think that we haven't had a little brat like you try this before?